back to the Rage Rowdy Podcast. Uh, we have Nick T. Derek here, and we're sitting down with Ken Bryant. Hey, man. Ken, thanks for sitting with us, man. Taking the time. We're uh, out here at Big Machine in Jonathan Singleton's office. Pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you all for coming out. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So, uh, you want to start off with yeah. the first? Yeah. Let me just jump right in here. So, how, how exactly did you meet Jonathan, and what has you know what has he helped you with with, with writing? Oh man, Jonathan, I met I guess three years ago. Um, I got a phone call out of nowhere, and uh, I was just like, "Hey man, I heard some of your songs. You want to write?" And uh, I said, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, you know, we became buddies, man. We wrote uh, actually the first time we wrote, we wrote "Since You're Gone," which is the first track on the uh, the new EP coming out. And uh, we we wrote that song that day, and it was just like, "Man, this is really cool. Let's do this some more." And um, you know, we we became friends, and uh, Jonathan offered me publishing deal last year and I took it and it's been a, uh, it's been a blessing, man. It really has. He's, he's such a, uh, an appreciator of, of great songs and, and somebody that really helps you helps foster a great, you know, a great environment to, to write good songs. in. so that's been, that's been a really cool thing to, to kind of experience as a, as a writer and an artist and, mm-hmm. and just somebody that appreciates good music. Yeah. We, so basically we, we heard you on, we, we heard your, uh, your song since you're gone on YouTube. Yeah. Um, That's where found and it. <laughs> you know, we, we loved it and we wanted to find out more about you. Uh, we've come to find out that you were working with Jonathan who we absolutely love. Yeah. Um, fast forward to now. So you're, you know, working with him, signed to 58 music, big machine music, um, you know, working on a new EP. Uh, mm-hmm. what can you share about that new EP? Man, it's the, Thing that I'm most proud of in my musical career, um, when I signed this deal, the whole thing was let's take time, let's write songs that matter, songs that that, that speak to us as songwriters and listeners, and and again appreciators of music. And uh, we had, gosh, six songs that we were proud of a month in to this new deal um, last fall, and we just kept grinding, kept going, man, let's, let's raise the bar, kept right, raising the bar. And, and again, it's back to Jonathan and, and Tally and Mike here at Big Machine, them going, let's, let's dig a little deeper. Let's, let's push a little harder. And, uh, this thing, it just became evident when it was, you know, we looked and we said, okay, these are the songs. This is the thing that, that sounds like what we've all been hearing in our head. This is, this is it. So we took those songs and we were like, okay, are we going to go get this band? What are our favorite guys? And Jonathan and I would sit here and do pre-production in this office and we would go, well, what's, what about this? So we play the guitar part and play the drums and the bass. And we started going, this is really good. Let's just, let's do this. Let's try one. So we, we tried a song and uh, first song we did was watered down, which is I think track number five on the EP. And uh, we just, went for it man we 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 started really going this is the part this is the idea this is the drums how do you hear the sound and you know jonathan producing the ep he's such a good player you know he's really it was really nice to be able to sit there and go bounce ideas off him know that he's probably right when i'm wrong you know (laughs) and uh we just did that man we sat in here and, and spent probably eight or ten hours a track and we we played every single instrument on the record we had a couple guest slots come in and guys we just said hey we would like you to play on this record because we're fans of what you do. We had Rob McNally on it. Um, we had Jesse Alexander, who's one of my favorite singers and, and, and writers in town. Had Jesse come in and sing backgrounds and beer in a bottle. But other than that, really, it's Jonathan and I sitting here playing all the parts. And it's just sweat equity, man. That's, That's all awesome. we did. Yeah. So let's talk about like growing up. We talked about it a little bit mm-hmm. when we did the interview, but 
uh, you musically and, you know, what your first band was and stuff yeah. like that and where your roots were? Gosh, man, I grew up not liking anything my parents wanted me to like, you know, and <laughs> what's weird now is because we have the same, t- I grew into that taste and, and I feel like music's something you, you're never going to be in the same spot. I mean, there are a few records that I just, I can't outgrow. I mean, like Chief is one yeah, of them. I mean, I, it's like that. Um, the White Album. I'm never going to outgrow the White Album. Uh, you know, it's 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 funny things like that. It's like albums that they just hit you. You know, my first band, we were, I mean, I was a huge Nirvana fan when I was in middle school. My first band band was was this little punk rock. What do you mean punk rock? It was just garage band. Yeah. Let's see how loud we can get and crank these guitars up and. And we did that, and I was a kid that, that was always in the garage playing, you know, six or seven hours a day. I would come home at 3 o'clock, and I'd play guitar until 9 or 10 o'clock at night, every night. Mm. And, I mean, I played sports and stuff, but music was the one thing that I just couldn't ever grow out of. You know, I mean, I, my, my musical tastes went from, you know, Nirvana and, and Clutch and Metallica into, you know, then I went to more, you know, John Mayer came around I was like, Wow, this is yeah. there's something I don't know why. Just music, you know, as a listener, it just hits you. Man. Yeah. You go, wow, I don't know why I'm digging that, but it did. You know, it's you know, no such thing and Wild Georgia and gosh, man, there were there were a lot of tracks that just really fostered me into being the next fostered the next step of, of my musical career. And you know, I, I was a huge Johnny Lang fan, which is where my guitar playing stuff comes from. Jimmy Jimmy uh, Jimmy Page and. Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan and you know I kind of grew into something else and grew into the songwriting side and you know then I found John Prine and then you know again deeper into the John Mayer hole right. and uh, you know the Beatles and gosh there's just so many artists out there that really made their little mark on what I do as an artist and as a songwriter and a player and a singer and it's just it's it's crazy how it all happened. Yeah. So you've been on some big tours recently too oh, like yeah, we've, been, we've got some cool shows <laughs> some crazy man. shows yeah. yeah so tell us about uh being out with willie nelson man willie is one of the nicest guys willie nelson um is exactly what you think willie nelson would be uh willie has a he has a crew that's been with him for 30 years you know so they they've been doing they've been doing the thing together there's nothing they haven't seen they've had five thousand guys like me come out but they're never they never treat you like that. They're always like, man, what, what do you need? What, how can we help you? And I'm sitting there going, how can I help you? Yeah. you know? um, but it was really cool. We got to go out and, uh, you know, I sang with Willie two nights of the three. The first so, night was, uh, where we played the first night? Uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Go out there, fly in, meet them. Willie's on his bus hanging in and, you know, play the show and just people were so receptive. Willie Nelson fans are the coolest fans because they are 18 to 90. Right. Yeah. The whole all, spectrum. But they all love music and they're yeah. all willing to come up to you and go, man, what you're doing is great. Keep doing it. Yeah. You know, and there's something special about that, man. And it's between Greenville, Huntsville and New Orleans. They were all great shows. Uh, New Orleans was the first time I've ever had a song sung back to me that I wrote. Um, they sang for, you know, I was sitting there watching us playing beer in a bottle. Um, which is track number three on the EP. Yeah. And uh was playing that song, and I noticed in the second chorus, people were kind of singing it. So I just ad-libbed it. I said, hey, guys, this is the first couple lyrics of this chorus. Y'all do it with me. And they did, man. And it's crazy hearing a thousand people sing your song. I mean, I, I might have teared up in the back thinking oh, about yeah. it. But it's just it's so cool, man, when people do that. And, you know, it's something that you never get to experience. But as a creator, like, that's, that's what you do it for. I mean, we write hundreds and hundreds of songs to feel that feeling 
Yeah, it was really cool, man. It's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was cool. So let's talk about some of the other shows that you've been on. I know, like, we had some friends that are from Denver that saw you out there. With, yeah. With Kip and the Texas guys. Race rallies everywhere, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually, I, I distinctly remember that couple coming up and going, hey, man, we got this thing. These friends of ours do called Race Rally. You ever heard of it? I was like, I just talked to that dude today. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, which is really cool, man. And they were, again, people that appreciate music. They, Kip fans, man, I had to tell people I had to go backstage because I was out there signing, taking pictures. I, didn't, I had no I had no merch at the time. So I, my best thing I could do was take pictures and meet people, man. And I probably, you know, met 200 people that night. That's Just awesome. and, and people that still connect with me on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and, and email list. And um, it's so neat when you have people that are passionate about what you do that have never heard you before. Yeah. You know, somebody that hears you play and they're willing to walk to the back of that venue just to meet you and shake your hand, man, that's what it's all about. That's, that's to me, the greatest gratification as a, as a, any kind of creator, somebody that does anything. That's the, that's the best thing that could possibly happen. And from playing six people shows to hopefully doing Bridgestone 10 years from now, yes. man, it's, that's, <laughs> the, that's the thing that stays constant. That's what you want. Sign me so. up for pit tickets for that show. Man, you're in. Yeah. <laughs> So. so speaking of the the, the smaller venues, mm-hmm. um, so you know we we've, we've seen your name on cards like Revival Six One Five, Whiskey Jam. Um, for us here in Nashville, I mean that that's a staple. Yeah, I mean dude. that's that's where I'm meeting a, a ton of people, and you know that's where I've met Jonathan. And uh, what what do playing in venues like that mean to you? You know, Revival's always been an intriguing thing to me because you can go there on some nights and it's you know the same fifty people. There's some nights and it's jammed. I remember seeing Luke Combs for the first time there, and Luke was just like, holy shit. And I'm like, <laughs> these people are crazy for this guy. Yeah. And, you know, it's or going to see Jonathan there. It's a place you can go see guys like Luke or Jonathan, and it's kind of unassuming. You don't expect it to yeah. be that cool, and it's that cool. And Whiskey Jam, Ward has done the best. There's nobody yeah. in the country that's doing something like Whiskey Jam. Yeah, and it's, I, I it's totally amazing. Agree. I give Ward as much credit as anyone can give him because he can throw a party outside and have, I don't know how many, thousand. there's a bunch. There. A lot. It's yeah. A We've been shitload. Been to a few of those during CMA Fest. You know? They're fantastic. Yeah. And uh, Crossing Fingers might be doing that this year. Ah, so, nice. Crossing Fingers, if you're listening more, yeah, I think we're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's been such a blessing and um, to become friends with Ward and, and Rob Snyder and, and people like that that throw those songwriter events um, and artist events because it's it's I feel like Nashville's kind of doing it, it mixes and mingles artists yeah. are songwriters and songwriters are artists yeah. and then they're a great place to uh, to try new songs so it's a cool really cool spot man so let's yeah. talk about CMA Fest you're playing yeah down at CMA Fest as well so yeah. uh, it's acoustic stage right yeah man yeah so um, is that the first time playing CMA or have you it played is. before it is I've always been the guy that when CMA Fest came around. I took a fishing trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds crazy. Yeah, man. It's, uh, <laughs> because it's so crazy and, and I appreciate the music and I feel like any of my friends that have ever played down there, it's always, you're just so, it's centered around the fans, man. How yeah. can I make these fans dig what I do or give back to them? And it's, that's, that's what I'm really focused on doing this time is, is you know, having guys like y'all come down, man, let's hang, let's drink a beer, let's play these songs. I'm going to show y'all some stuff that might not be on this record, might be on them two records from now thing knocking on wood. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's, that's really what it means to me is, is what can we do as artists to give back to the fans? Because you're the ones braving the heat and coming to every show and, and man, that's tough. <laughs> and, uh, I just want to make it the most I possibly can for the people that 
are going to be hopefully at the Bridgestone show and be like, man, I saw the dude at the acoustic stage. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that's all hoping and wishing, but I, what well, I know a lot of our friends and that's, you know, our, what we talk about is we talk about artists like mm-hmm. you, you know, artists that we hope to be the next big star, the next kit more oh, the next, man. you know, and I, I mean, listening to your music, just absolutely wishing the best for you, man. Thank you. Um, so in terms of like songwriting, when you guys are writing, are you mostly writing for like your record or are you writing for cuts too? Or what do you guys like when you're normally writing or been writing recently? You know, it's, it's, that's the million dollar question every day. Yeah. Uh, because as a songwriter, man, there was nothing would make me happier than getting a bunch of cuts. Right. <laughs> but there's also a part of you that goes, I'm an artist. What is for me? And you never know that question. I don't think even when you're, you know, at church, I don't think they know the answer to this is what I do or this is what I, you know, this is what I am. But I feel like you know what you aren't. Yeah. And, uh, and as a songwriter, you know, you write songs that, wow, this is a fantastic song. I love everything it says, but this is not what I say. Right. And, uh, you know, those songs get put in a pile and they get demoed and they get pitched out. And um, some of my favorite songs I've written are songs that aren't for my record. Right. Um, but there's there's a special place for those. And as a songwriter, you do those. But um, as an artist, yeah, um, it's it's been an interesting thing diving in and learning who I really am as a, as an artist, who, what would I say? What do I think? What, what am I, what do I want to say to people that makes people go, I get that guy and I'm going to, I'm going to support him. Yeah. That's a hard thing to do, but that's what you do in Nashville, man, is you learn that. So awesome. let me just throw out there, you know, everyone be sure to follow Kenton on social media to find out when that new music is going to be available. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Uh, we'll be sure to keep you posted on that as well. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. Dude.